Welcome to Firehouse. Uh, my name's Walter. I'm your host. Uh, here with me this week, we have... Alice. Hi. Hi, it's Sarek again. And joining us for the first time this week, we have... Jacob. Hello, everybody. Uh, also known as Gordo in certain amateur League of Legends circles. Nice. So yeah, today's going to be a nerdy one. <laughs> All right, and coming down the poll this week, we're going to talk about, you guessed it, League of Legends World Champions championships what's it called championships we, we tournament's not done yet all right so we're going to talk about that and we're also going to talk about the hit quarantine craze among us because we always got to have at least one quarantine topic on this goddamn podcast and then we might talk about the presidential debate that apparent that happened apparently so yeah so what is this uh league of legendaries jacob all right. Uh, see that that right there is why nobody in the League of Legends community would be interested in hearing this, Walter. And yet they'll listen to it anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we are uh, we are in full swing of the League of Legends World Championships right now. An event yearly that is very important both to myself and to to many around the world. Uh, the group stages do start on Saturday morning, where the top 16 teams, which has now been whittled down to from around the world, will uh, compete against each other to see who makes it farther and farther in the tournament. Okay. What, what are the big countries in League of Legends? So the biggest countries are uh, China and Europe are considered the, the two best. Oh, uh, yes, the given, country Europe. It affects how many seeds you're given to the championship itself. So China and Europe... Get four teams each. They're the best. China, right. China more so than Europe. Uh, Why is being Europe from a country? I don't understand. Europe's not a country. It's a region. It's yes. it's region locked. So people from all of the, every country you could think of that would count as Europe, except for Turkey, uh, all all get to count as Europe. And I guess Russia. If you count Russia as Europe, Russia's also separate. It's okay, Jacob. The European Union also doesn't think Turkey is Europe. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> We're getting political right away. Did South Korea, like, ever uh, recover after StarCraft, like, died? Yeah, no. So Korea's great. Uh, Korea, the, the, like, second tier there would be Korea, North America, which uh, I might be uh, shouted down in cer certain circles for counting in the same sentence. But uh, <laughs> we both get three seeds each. Uh, then those, those four are considered, like, the major regions, the, the North Americas, the Europe's, the China's, and the Korea's of the world. Uh, and then below that, there's kind of like a new, semi-new, only around the last couple of years tier of regions that get two seeds. Those ones are uh, Southeast Asia, and which is just kind of all those countries in that area, Thailand and uh, Malaysia, Taiwan and those guys. Taiwan? Taiwan? A country? Taiwan gets counted there? Yeah, Taiwan gets Taiwan is kind of semi-separate. They had like Are their own for a while. Are you telling me that League of Legends, rep, uh, the League of Legends uh, Tournament of Champions, World Champion? What is the name of this thing? The World Championship. It's real easy, World man. <laughs> You're telling me they recognize the sovereignty of the island of Taiwan? Uh, Maso Menos. <laughs> it's uh. It's been, uh, we didn't get caught up in all of the, the drama about it recently, so there's at least that. There was but recent drama? There was, there was drama within Hearthstone about uh, was there, China really? and imperialism and that kind of stuff, <laughs> but that's a bit off topic. Uh, no, let's talk about imperialism. There's a couple of regions yeah. here. There's that Southeast Asian region, and then there's Vietnam. Vietnam gets two seats as well, because they've been... Uh, historically pretty good and then there's a bunch of minor regions where uh which is home to where they're either too small or the game's too little for there to be 
real competitive scene. There's like Japan, Australia, Russia, Turkey, uh, the countries that don't count as Europe, uh, South America. <laughs> oh, there's every region you could think of. They usually yeah, have. Yeah. They have their own league somewhere along the way. But uh, we've got most of those regions out of the pool now. Most of them get eliminated in like the play-in stage. Are any American teams still in? Yes, there's all. We have all three of our teams still in. We have two teams that get seeded directly into top sixteen, and we have one or top twelve rather. So top I know, sixteen. No, top sixteen. What am I talking about? I know there are team franchises like Cloud Nine, TSM. Are those transnational? Are there? Is there like Cloud Nine US, Cloud Nine China, Cloud Nine, or is it like just its own franchise within a region? So there, back in the day, there used to be a lot of sister teams. There was like a CLG EU and a CLG NA, and like for a bunch of different orgs, it was like that. But uh, now nah, in in and around 2013, 2014-ish, the the officials of the game banned uh, sister teams. So now uh, most orgs own like a major region, a major league team and a minor league team in that same region that serves as like a training ground for them to bring up players. Uh, and that's it. OK, so. Yeah, nothing to add on. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. So we just finished up our play in stage where we eliminate all those little minor region teams. Uh, had some interesting storylines that didn't quite come through. Uh, Australia made it all the way to the final knockout round against China's fourth team. Uh, did in. not quite make it all the way. Oh. But uh, so yeah. poor, poor Australia or all of Oceania, I guess. New Zealand would probably New Zealand would probably be a little upset at me just calling it Australia. People but, forget because coronavirus has dwarfed the year. But Australia kicked off 2020 by being on fire. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, they, d they, they started, started it, it before California got here. Okay, to be fair, California is on fire every year, yeah. It's a perennial. Yeah, but especially this year. Did mm -hmm. you see, that was that was a Trump quote the other day, wasn't it? That he, didn't <laughs> yeah, he say he in an interview or something, every year I get a phone call that California's on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that you is correct. Rake the leaves, do a good job. That's so funny. That's, I, it's gotta be, it's gotta be great to like, to to agree Trump. with Trump politically, he's so funny. It's I wish I had a politician yeah. that funny that I agreed with. Trump to the Australian Prime Minister, just speak the leaves. <laughs> well, so, so speaking speaking of uh, speaking of those sorts of issues, uh, as far as minor region teams go, uh, Europe's fourth seed did get knocked out, which left a uh, a spot for one of those minor regions. So we actually have the Russian team in the main event this year. Uh, Wait, their so team is the Unicorns of Love, the uh, the dumbest team name uh, to be established in League of you're Legends. Just not, also, uh, you're just not Ubu enough, Jacob. I don't know. Like it. Well, first of all, it's a Russian team, so you'd kind of think, you know, you wouldn't really go with a team name like that in a country like that. But uh, Wait, they're you uh, should go with something original like the Bears. I don't know. <laughs> there's there's teams like that. There's the the Mad Lions are a team. The uh, who else is named after like an animal or something? There's been other regions. The Copenhagen Wolves was a big org for a long time, although they aren't at this world championship or even in League of Legends anymore. So what should we expect from this last round? Who are the like who what first of all, let's draw a distinction between like this type of world championship with other excuse me, I'm burping. sports. With other internationally recognized sporting events. Yeah, right. so it's kind of a good way to think about it is like it's halfway between like the Olympics and the NFL in that 
regions rather than countries are divided into like region locked leagues where you can only compete with people from that region. Are, is it a uh, league of legends or no? Or is it just have countries? No, it's very funny though. Uh, Thank you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> really, really bring in the comedy on this. We're one. really roasting <laughs> Walter today. But uh, so yeah, there are multiple of these leagues that are region locked and then they all have their own independent leagues that run throughout most of the year and then the winners of those leagues or the top two or top three or top four or whatever it ends up being depending on how big your region is uh get invited to this world championship and it's one of two international events throughout the whole year but this year due to coronavirus it is one of one international events as we had a uh, a bit of a cancellation for the event that was scheduled in may See, I feel like by very nature, by its very nature, esports, especially esports like League of Legends, should have gained a following in the last year, just because there's no other sport to follow for most of the year, right? Yeah, there's definitely been gains due to coronavirus-related issues. Although there's other things that interrupt it. This is going to be pretty much the only major live esports event of this year, just because of the amount of effort that it took to actually. Uh, get it put into place they're doing a whole bubble system the same way the nba is everybody went to shanghai two weeks in advance to quarantine and <laughs> their hotels and stuff oh is it like a rule that they have to be in the same room uh yeah well so a lot of the leagues went to online but a general rule for all of esports something you should know walter is that yeah. uh if it's not on land it isn't real it's all everything's about land online events do not count Alice, tell us about Overwatch League. Okay, I don't watch it. I mean, I know there's like that one guy who's really good at Zendata, but like I don't watch anything. I don't know. I, Overwatch League is 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 somewhat a bit closer to it. Uh, the general the general opinion is that it's dying. Uh, they well, lost yeah. a lot of talent after the last season. They lost both on broadcast and in game. Uh, their well, MVP yeah. last season uh, did quit to go to Valorant. Well, they um, did also just announce Overwatch 2, so it's like double gonna die, you know? Yeah, that's just... I don't understand that. Uh, also, if you don't know how bans work in Overwatch, ooh boy. Ooh boy. Uh, can Blizzard not balance their game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know, uh, competitive Overwatch has a rotation of what characters are available. Uh, a couple of characters from each role are arbitrarily banned at random, universally, week by week. Uh, and that's just how they deal with the fact that some characters are too good. By rant, why don't why not why don't they just ban the two good characters? Well, because then it would just be like the second and third best characters would be the only one you saw. Like there has to be variety, I guess, so that people can't solve it or whatever. But you know the 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 just balance well, the alternative game, that one would assume they would go with as a game development company would be to balance the game. But. Uh, <laughs> I said that sardonically, and you were like, no, they just need to balance the game. <laughs> I mean, high key, that's like what everyone else does. Like, you, yeah. it, the teams get to control their own balance, and, in, in, uh, you know, you ban maps and such, and things like Counter-Strike and Valorant, and you... Not I like, don't know uh, what you do in Team Fortress 2. I've never watched competitive like Team Fortress 2. like where but... you only play on Rust, or... <laughs> Competitive Team Fortress 2, there's a few bans on items you could use, and there's cap limits on different classes you could use. So that's how they balance it in there, depending on the competitive game style you're using. Because competitive Team Fortress 2 even exist anymore? I thought everybody who played competitive Team Fortress 2 left to go to Overwatch. That's what I thought, too. Like, 
Haven't filed that since 2015. I don't know. Alice, did you hear about the new Smash character they announced today? Yes, I did. I have no idea who that is, though. Oh my gosh. How do you not know who it is? I mean, I know who it is, but like, I don't know like where he's from. What do you mean you don't know where he's from? I, I, who, who do you think is was it? the new Smash character? <laughs> okay, I saw this on Twitter, but I like wasn't looking like super closely. It's like some YouTube person, right? No. Ooh. Okay, never mind then. Weirdly like, close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're right that it is on YouTube. Should we wait for her to look it up? Oh, it's Steve Minecraft. Okay, yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure like this is like some rando. Like, I don't even know who this is, honestly. No, it's the default Minecraft character. Oh, I don't play Minecraft, so I don't know. Yes, you do. I've seen you. I've literally never played Minecraft in my life. What are you talking about? I don't believe you. <laughs> Why would I lie about this? This is literally... You're under oath, Alice, on this podcast at all times. Yeah, I've literally never played Minecraft. That's okay. I'm... I am not lying when I say I'm hyped for this Minecraft character. I don't understand how you 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 sent an image of a tweet that I retweeted in our chat before this started uh, of uh, Mr. Nine Vault saying, let's get the exact quote of Mr. Uh, Mr. Nine Vault saying, Minecraft is a game for children and does not belong in a Nintendo game. Yeah. Uh, which is unironically the opinion of a huge segment of the Smash community right now. Just some strange belief that that Minecraft in cannot be in Smash. Like I understood the the clapback from Byleth two characters ago, if you remember, uh, for being like the eighth blue-haired sword Fire Emblem character in the game. I understand not wanting that many blue-haired anime people. Yeah, but. Especially Fire Fire Emblem characters that are all generic and boring. Oh, I love Fire Emblem and I didn't like Byleth, so I understand. Don't get me wrong. No, no, as a game, it's fine. I mean, in terms of characters, it seems boring. Uh, I mean, they don't have to put only sword people in the game. That's why, like, I don't get the hate towards Fire Emblem characters, because I feel like... The like if, all, if the Pokemon characters were, like, Pikachu, Pichu, Raichu, Plusle, Minin, like, if they just <laughs> did all the electric mouse Pokemon, you would think all the Pokemon are boring. But for some reason, they, like, unironically do that with Fire Emblem <laughs> and only do blue-haired, pale sword fighter characters. <laughs> Alice, didn't you play Fire Emblem? I have also never played Fire Emblem. I don't know why you're assigning me all these games. I've literally never games. played these. I feel like I know what Fire Emblem is, but like I've never played it. Alice, I'm giving you too much gamer cred these days. I don't understand all the hatred for for Minecraft, Steve. Though, like the the idea that there's some kind of standards for what can go into Smash. Like, <laughs> there's characters, there's characters from games that were never released in English in Smash, like. Roy and Lucas, there's there's characters yeah. from uh from things that could barely even be qualified as video games like Game and Watch. Yeah, and the Wii Sports Trainer. And the Wii and the Wii Fit Trainer, yeah. yeah the like, Wii Fit and trainer the Mies. Like I don't understand I don't understand your standard for what can and can't outfit. go into Smash if you're complaining about Minecraft Steve. I don't know. I think it's <laughs> I think the more characters you get in Smash, the better. Just because you could have more variety of characters. So I don't know. Yeah. No, we got to do melee where only like seven or eight characters are viable. Yeah, I mean, has have you ever watched somebody like Leffen doing the uh, the all random character runs or the full roster runs where they no. like hop into 
the new online for Melee and win games on all the characters as fast as they can. Now I'll have to check that. It is. Uh, it's it's great to watch. It's very there, funny. Jacob, aren't there like hundreds of heroes in League of Legends? There are. There's like a hundred and oh, there's got to be a hundred and sixty some, right? Let right. Me see. Yeah, I don't know. How does that balance competitively at all? Uh, people don't use like I don't know, like fifty of them. <laughs> Still, that's like a hundred characters. Yeah, there are a lot of characters. Most of them are niche. There's like a few that are the best. So first of all, it's te- it's definite. I understand this sounds ridiculous, but it's uh, it's balanced out by the fact that each team gets five bands. And uh, is that balanced? Nah, I mean, kinda. There's like there's there, there's a they do a snake draft oh, yeah. a la Dota. Although if you understand Dota draft, you don't need me to explain League of Legends draft to you. Uh, okay. Where each team bans three champions, then each team picks three champions, then each team bans two more, then each team picks two more. Uh, and I don't know, there's like, there's a meta game around it, like there is with anything. Like, there's a few characters that are the best, and you know, they draw the most bans, and then there's some characters that counter those characters, and characters that go well with those characters, and you end up with like a solid set of like, 50 to 60 characters that you expect to see, with like another 30 to 40 that'll get brought out as a surprise at some point. That's still so many, that seems so much harder to balance in terms of, because they all have like unique abilities and like attacks, don't they? And roles. Yeah, they do, but yeah, the game the game patches semi-regularly, and like, I, I think a big part is that like, something being bad isn't even really like an issue, like stuff just spends years being bad and no one cares. <laughs> okay. Uh, when do you think they're going to add the Among Us Spaceman to Smash? Oh, that's a good idea. Can I can I make a claim here for Smash really quick? Uh, now now that they've now that they've added block physics to every map in Smash, which they've <laughs> said they had to do to implement Minecraft Steve. Uh, I think we're all here. They also told an explicit lie in the announcement, by the way, where they said that Minecraft is the greatest selling video game of all time. Uh I think it's time with these new block is. physics to add in a character from the real best-selling video game of all time, which is, as you all know, Tetris. Yeah. Where is Tetris in Smash? Okay, so the only characters that are actually in Tetris are from the original Xbox Tetris release because they bundled Tetris in like a Star Wars game in the original Xboxes when they were selling. And that one has like a campaign mode with like... <laughs> Tetris blocks with eyes that like walk around and talk and you can like customize your avatar to like have eyes and like head stuff and it's like in the corner of your screen while you play Tetris. <laughs> so there are Tetris characters confirmed. Walter, you're you're thinking too small is my point. You don't have to use the little eyeball Tetris characters. Uh you could to, just though. have like T block be a smash character. Like Why that's <laughs> In the same vein that you don't want every single Fire Emblem to be a sword character, wouldn't every block character have the same fucking block moves? <laughs> I don't know. Well, first of all, how many block characters do you think we're adding to this game, dude? dude there's, there's Minecraft the Steve block, and there's Tetris the block. block. There's the other L block. There's the T block. There's the You don't I have block. to add them all as distinct <laughs> characters. It's like one character that'll just be called Tetris. That's what they did for Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt is one character. I mean, I guess that's what they did for Pokemon Trainer, too. Is he has like a couple Pokemon. Yeah. Right? I don't know. What, he does. That is what, what that is how Pokemon Trainer do? works. You're learning, Walter. What does the block do? Just fall on people? I, I you, you give it a move set. I don't know. I haven't do designed a, a whole set? character. I'm just saying that you should add Tetris to this video game. <laughs> 
Well, like, have you looked at Star Fox's or yeah. like uh, Captain Falcon's? Like, show moves? me your like, moves. Yeah, they on. don't actually <laughs> fight in the real games. Yeah, they don't have to have anything to do with what's in the game. Whatever. Point is, I would prefer the Among Us Space Alien because that already has a move set. It's every time you kill someone in the game, he pulls out a gun, he pulls out a knife, he snaps necks. You know. Wow, I also love playing Among Us. Yes, I too play the ge- the hit game Among Us. Five out of five. Excellent. You only rate out of five? Like five stars? Yeah, honestly, five, five star rating systems are better. Like, yeah, why, why nitpick yeah. over like if something's like an 87 or a 93? Uh, I, feel like every, I feel like every five star rating system gives half stars, so it's effectively a 10 star rating system. Just don't give half stars. Just only give stars. No, half stars don't, is worth don't it. Don't be a baby. So, well, actually, some star systems only have four star systems. Have you all ever watched uh, Salty Bet on Twitch? I don't know what that is. Oh man, that is that is great. Uh, <laughs> it's basically <laughs> great like, conversation, I, Walter. <laughs> I was about to describe it. Leave me alone. Oh my god, it's playing right now. It's basically like someone took a fighting game engine and uh, outsourced it. So like, I think it's like a Street Fighter Two engine. Oh, you've shown me this. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. This. And people just make their own ridiculous characters and put them into this like random selection matrix. And they have like a tier list for like the movesets they give their characters. So they'll like put these characters, they'll, they'll just be bots and they'll fight each other in Salty Bet. And they're like ridiculous, like fan servicey characters. And uh, you get like fake money to bet on them and they're like side service. So you could like bet money on it. I don't know. I just thought of it while we were talking about Smash. Uh, I dig it. I it's, dig it's it. It's fun to watch. It's like ridiculous stuff. Like it could literally be any character. There's no copyright limits because it's all open source. So like, and they're not making money off of it. I'm pretty sure. So, as I feel like I've shown you salty, but I don't recall this. You don't recall this? Jesus Christ! I don't know who you're talking. It's just, literally what, not what, me who's played these games and like another seen this version thing. of you that I've been hanging out with. That like, <laughs> yeah, it's named Susan. <laughs> Only we get it. <laughs> Susan has been on the podcast, so the audience would get it. <laughs> joke, it's the joke to everybody curious is that Walter can't differentiate between Asian women. <laughs> Everyone knows that the funniest thing about a joke is when you explain it. Right. <laughs> yes, that's actually that's correct. Why I make a job exclusively out of explaining jokes. Perfect. All right. Can someone fucking talk about Among Us? Oh, my God. <laughs> I would love. I to literally said I I would give it five out of five stars, and you guys were roasting the five out of five rating system. Okay, so here let's let's okay all right here I got it I got an Among <laughs> Us subject. Uh, who else is excited for the massive stream of Among Us ripoffs no! in AAA games in the next no! couple of years? I'm so hyped. There's gonna be ridiculous, stupid versions of Among Us everywhere. And I'm a, I'm a big old-school Mafia fan. I used to play, like, Mafia on, like, message boards and shit in, like, 2008. So I'm really excited to be playing lots more advanced versions of Mafia, but with much better graphics and not probably not as good as Among Us, but definitely with more and different features than Among Us. Look, I was always a fan of, like, in-person Mafia, where you'd have a narrator who just, like, who, who's one of your friends, so he could, you know, come up with, like, actual mm-hmm. good narratives when someone died. Like, that's the thing Among Us is really missing. It's just, 
kind of boring. Everyone's just like shitting and uh, accusing everyone at like group meetings. <laughs> yeah, Eric, that's why you always throw wrenches into meetings to make it interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's always like that's always a problem that's like more exacerbated with in-person mafia than any other version. Really? So, like, well, first of all, Among Us came out in 2018. It got it went viral like this last month, didn't it? Yeah, but they also I think I feel like they released like something changed this this year too. It like they released like a big content update or something. I think it got a whole nother map. Yeah. Uh I feel like was one of the releases was recent, right? Like either Steam or App Store was more recently introduced. Something like that. They uh put it on either mobile or on Steam. But uh I don't it's not like a new genre though. Obviously Mafia is the example, but like the tabletop card game genre has had a million Mafia clones uh for a while now. I know, like, yeah. <laughs> one game I always played with my friends in college is Resistance. Uh, that's a classic. That's just, there's a team of spies, and there's a team of the Resistance. The Resistance have to complete missions to win, but if you have to vote on who goes on the missions, and if a spy goes on the mission, they can sabotage the mission. So it's like the same system, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think there's there's a lot of ground to be covered in video games that you can't cover in card games, namely, be like actually being in a different room than the people you're killing and stuff i think that's a lot of what's given among us the edge and i'm excited to see a lot of stuff rip it off that is true if they do rip it off i hope they at least change the mechanics literal carbon copies will be so annoying <laughs> has anyone seen the uh uh scp version of among us that already exists no does what's anyone that? know what scp is the like <clears throat> that like horror blog wiki kind of deal yeah, explain for, for people who don't know. Uh, SCP, long story short, is like uh, it's like a wiki where people submit like short horror stories uh, formatted as like uh, files of a secret government agency. So there'll be like SCP and then some number and it'll be like details about some anomalous object that does spooky things or is going to end the world or is a ghost or whatever. Wait, uh, so are they like creepy pastas, but with better writing? Yeah, they're you. They're gener like generally they're better written. Like there's good classic ones that are like actual fun pieces of horror, and there's garbage ones. Like there is because it is literally a wiki, pretty much, where people just like upload their own SCPs. And uh, I think it's I, it's more curated now than it was in the past, but it still varies pretty wildly in quality. But uh, nonetheless, so the idea is there's this. Uh, there was a there was a horror game uh, that was kind of a ripoff of Slenderman. I was about to say Slenderman. I fucking knew it was Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh, it was a horror game that was kind of a ripoff of Slender, made uh, like pretty much about SCP, made in like Source Engine. Uh, and now it Just built like off. Uh, it Slenderman. seems to be built off the bones of that game. There is an Among Us ripoff that's about SCP, where like. There's and like 80 game? players, and they all. That might be a massive over exaggeration. There's like a lot of players, and they're all on different factions. Like there's some people playing as like monsters, and some people playing as security forces who are like trying to contain the monsters and save the facility. And then there's like resistance people who are trying to blow up the facility and save prisoners. And then there's prisoners who are just trying to escape. They're like there's like four different teams. Uh, that's the kind of stuff I'm excited to see worked on more, because this, this one is barely functional from what I've seen of it, but I like the ideas. So what were the big waves in gaming, at least in popular culture? Because for, like, the late 2000s, it was the first-person shooter, 
Then it was the battle royale genre. No, 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 no. Then it was the MOBA genre. Then it you're forgetting the, the third-person shooter. The third-person shooter was really big for a while. Like there was a StarCraft game that was a third-person shooter. Was like that when big when for Gears a while? of War was big, it was like Gears of War and Wait, like Gears of War was third-person. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Gears of War was third. Yes, Gears of War was third-person. Eric, did you not know Gears of War was third-person? No, because I'm not an Xbox shell. I mean, you could have Ooh. still seen gameplay at any point in time in the many years it's existed. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. There was like there was, but uh, there was like when Gears of War was big. There was like a there was a third person shooter era where third person shooter was the default for all games. I mean, I guess I guess like there's like uh, that that was like the era that uh, that was the era that uh, Spec Ops: The Line came out in because yeah. Spec Ops: The Line is a third person shooter. So that's like that's like the 2010s though. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying. So yeah. So it was like mid 2000s. I'm just. This is pre Battle Royale. You were already getting yeah, yeah, into yeah, Battle Royale. Yeah. You're right. So. You're right. I, I I went way too far ahead because I forgot MOBA too. Because uh, MOBA, MOBA was a MOBA was a genre for a bit. Yeah, MOBA was like that was when Dota Two, League of Legends, uh, Heroes of the Storm. What else? Yeah, all those were demigod, demigod Monday Smite, Night Combat. Smite tried uh, to Smite tried to genre blend because it was third Smite, person and a MOBA. Smite still exists. Smite's yeah, still Smite like alive and kicking. Yeah, most of these are alive and kicking. I don't know why. Uh, there's Dawngate. Any anyone remember Dawngate? Shout out to no. people who know what Dawngate is. None of us. That was like that was like the next. It was a League of Legends Jacob, clone Jacob, that EA I can assure you and killed. That the 30 people that listen to our podcast do not know what Dawngate is. <laughs> You're right because like 30 people alive today know what Dawngate is. <laughs> EA has killed all the developers and buried them where no one will ever find them. <laughs> if only they could do the same with Anthem. Does Anthem still have a Twitch streaming page? Like, um, I, everything has a Twitch stream page. Fucking real life has a Twitch stream page. There's I just no way. See if there's like pirated movies and crap like that in like the Anthem page. Okay, right. there are currently five Anthem streams. Uh, <laughs> the number one one has eight viewers, and it says if you don't watch, someone else will, which seems to be untrue because <laughs> there's eight people watching this. Okay, for uh, those who don't know, what is Anthem? Anthem is a shitty uh, battle royale clone, kind of. Uh, like, how do you explain Anthem? First of all, it's a bad game. That's what you need to know okay. most of all. It was gonna be the Fortnite killer for like a week, and now it's dead. I see. You've got me all scroll. Eric's got me scrolling all the way through the Twitch uh, categories <laughs> to see what games nobody's playing. I'm uh, I'm I'm getting pretty far down in the uh Twitch game area. Uh there's games I've like never heard of. There's games that I didn't know still existed. There's 23 people watching someone play Nancy Drew Shadow at the Water's Edge right now. That sounds awesome. Well, cuz there's people there's, that uh, so like there'll be like variety streamers that are popular that'll hop into a random game that like no one there's is 25 playing. people playing American football. What is that? Uh, the band from Urbana, Illinois. NFL, come on! Oh, somebody's like live streaming the Broncos game, but like <laughs> they're just—they're not streaming the game. They're streaming like themselves watching the game. <laughs> That—that's like for anybody people... who doesn't know. When we're recording this, the Broncos Jets game is going on <laughs> as we speak. So somebody well, is streaming themselves watching the Broncos Jets game on Thursday Night Football uh, to about 19 viewers. This guy literally is just streaming his face just watching the game. Oh <laughs> yeah, my dude. god. I mean people people do that for League of Legends too, but it's generally like people who have like 
analysis and insight to provide. I don't know what this guy's providing. But the copyright can't be that that like strict on like League of Legends like reaction channels, can it? No, but I don't think it's very strict on NFL reaction shows either. As long as you're not streaming the game, I think you could do whatever you want. Well, right, it's you- probably like that's what people do in League of Legends is they just like they they put like a little box around the game timer. Uh, and then they stick it in the corner, and then they just talk. And like, if you want to watch along with them, you can just sync your stream to their timer. And I assume that's what this guy's doing. You think they stream the presidential debate on Twitch? I know they stream the presidential debate on Twitch. Did like Chapo Trap House used to do that. Well, they did that. Uh, on Trap House did it this uh, one Zant was like, awful. oh yeah, yeah. Like, Eric watched it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course, kind of. I don't know. I watch I watch less Chapo than I used to. I think just five fours filled that slot for me in my political shit posting podcast. I do area. like the five four podcast. Hopefully they retweet this episode that we gave the five four podcast a shout out. Maybe if I add, I do them. love the five. Yeah, no, I I actually cannot recommend the five four podcast. Unironically enough, actually, I love yeah. that podcast. I wonder if uh, the law boy on Twitter will like if I add him. Probably not. You, you can, but. Regardless, they just they did a they did an episode just yesterday yesterday two days ago about uh I don't know somebody somebody do the math of when the Broncos Jets game was <laughs> and when that episode of uh, five four came out and try to figure out how long ago it was. You're really dating but... this podcast. We're gonna be like, what were we talking about like a month later? <laughs> be like, oh, exactly then. <laughs> I mean, these these are all publicly available pieces of information. <laughs> Anybody could Google all these facts and find out exactly what time it is right now. Conan, Conan, Conan O'Brien? Barrett? Is it no, Conan? Like, like, like Conan O'Brien? It's Cohen, right? It's Comey. No, 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 no. Our friend Nathan. No, no. Nathan said that as a joke because we were talking about James Comey. <laughs> Cohen, right? Okay. Yeah. Amy Cohen Barrett and how she's like kind of yeah, no, low no, no, key no. in a cult. Nathan was making fun of James Comey. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. Nathan, our friend Nathan, who will be on the podcast soon. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to say on that. But uh, I mean, she sucks. We could say that. You missed last episode. Oh, yeah. Did you listen to the last episode where we uh, told Biden to pack the court and then he wouldn't commit to it in the debate? Well, to be I mean, fair, he couldn't really commit to much in the debate with Trump just interrupting the entire time. That's true. He did lose the left, though. Oh. <laughs> Never had it speak. I, mean, I, I, am, I am the left and he has lost me, but. What I hate, someone linked the West Wing uh, clip of the presidential debate with Jed Bartlett. Where it was like Jed going, and you know what? If the left wing doesn't like uh, that statement, then don't vote. And I was just like, what the? I forget the quote, but I think he said something like that. Is that an actual Aaron Sorkin like line? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, uh, he said a fucking Aaron Sorkin quote like that from Jed Bartlett. I'll, I'll show you it later. It's so. Oh my God. I got. I'm, I'm, I'm on record as not liking Aaron Sorkin's writing style at all, despite people liking it. That's in addition to him writing women and minorities poorly or ever. So, you know, does no one else feel strongly about this? That's the opinion I actually agree on. Like, oh, The West well, Wing is a you. fun show to watch, but like, yeah, like the women and like the, the characters of color are just not written well. Yeah, even the, so they're not written well when he's on the show and then even worse when he leaves the show in like season five and they start to introduce characters that are people of color and then just don't do anything with them i don't know <laughs> i like have like people. i have like inherent ideology i've never watched the west wing but i now know that i have like inherent I- like i've watched clips and such 
And I now, like, know that I have, like, inherent ideological issues with it just because I know that people within the Obama administration have explicitly said that the West Wing dictated some of their... <laughs> some of their approaches towards public policy. That's so cursed. That's so liberal. <laughs> that is That is so, like... In hindsight, though, that makes so much sense. Like, there's just this blind belief that everybody in government is just an individual with their constituents' best interests in mind, and that if we uh, if we concede enough ground and reach across the aisle enough and make enough concessions, that eventually everybody will get what they want and we'll be able to do everything correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's it's bizarre. And now we've lost the courts for a generation. Eric, what was the thing you linked me a while ago that was, or was it you or was it uh, our friend John that like linked me Aaron Sorkin writing the day after the election uh, this year? It was me. Oh was my it God. You that linked that? I don't It was literally me. I'm sorry. Oh my God. First you, first you miss, uh, like you misconstrue me like playing these games and now you don't even remember what Alice, I actually I swear to God, I'm hanging out with a different Alice <gasps> that's just doing completely different. This is the worst day of my life. I literally cannot believe the slander, libel, and defamation I'm facing here. Well, what was the quote from that uh, Aaron Sorkin? I don't remember. It was like a, it was like a, like a month ago, and it was just like some random. It was meme. like re Republicans march to the White House to tell Donald Trump enough is enough, <laughs> like something stupid. Like oh yeah, something like that. That was something stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, they're not going to do that. I am part of the resistance within the Trump administration. <laughs> Does anyone remember that op-ed? Yes, Do we oh still my God. know who like wrote it? Because like I think the Lodestar line was like a misdirection. So also yeah, the the original presumption was that it was by Mike Pence, right? Yeah. Because it contained well, because it contained like a couple of it contained like a phrase in there that no human being on planet Earth has used other than Mike Pence in the last like ten years. <laughs> Or whatever, whatever people use to calculate that. But like, that's that's like an obvious, like that's a false flag right there. That's somebody trying to pretend that it's Mike Pence. Like, Let me think of something only Mike Pence would say. I don't know. We never found out who it was. Like, I think it's not unrealistic to believe that it was somebody who's like long gone by now. Like, maybe it was like Rex Tillerson or someone. You know. Eric, do you want me to read this? Let's have Alice read it. Okay. See, if I was able to romanticize the whole thing, here's what would happen on election night: Donald Trump would do what he would assume, all assume he was going to do, which is not concede defeat, claim that the election was rigged, claim that the Democrats cheated, all of that. The nightmare scenario is that that's never happened in this country. We're very proud of our peaceful transfers of power that have been going on for 240 years. However, for the first time since the man was sworn in, Republicans, his enablers, his apologists, march up to the White House and say, Donald, it's time to go. You will not ruin this country. You will not start a civil war. End scene. <laughs> the fuck is this? Is this like? I'm sorry, this was not very. Is Aaron Sorkin's fever dream? Th th yes. That's Aaron Sorkin's 2020 fan fiction. Dude, how many fucking Emmys and Oscars do you think he's wiping his ass with at writing that? The funny thing is, like in 2016 and 2018, Paul Ryan was looking at like the mail-in votes in California and saying, "Huh, it's not normal that the election's not decided the night of. Votes shouldn't be coming in." <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, they're, they're gonna fucking try and seal it. It'll be, it'll be great. 100. percent They're gonna be like mail-in votes are fake. Uh, just ask the Supreme Court that we've packed. <laughs> uh, it's fine. And even then, they'll still lose the popular vote, but win the electoral vote. Yeah. 
no, no, I do think that Biden will win. Uh, how do you all think he did during the debate? Uh, for those that watched, Jacob, do you watch? Well, first of all, I think I think Biden will win like on a technical level. Like I think when you count up all the votes and assign them as the electoral college would dictate that Biden will win. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I don't th- I don't think that counts. I think that's I think that any anything even remotely close is going to go to the Supreme Court and they're going to give it to Trump. Just Bush v. Gore, but worse. Yeah, I, I am one hundred percent. Like Bush v. Gore, the precedent is that there is no right to vote. Like yeah, which is ridiculous. Even though I feel like a lot of people forget what the standing precedent from Bush v. Gore is, which is just uh, there is no individual right to vote, and uh, we don't need to count the votes as a result. And that's from when there were more liberals on the court than there are now. Yeah, oh, that was now. still a five to four. Yes, and now it'll be six to three. <laughs> There'll be one less justice, or even then, one less justice and one more justice to say that voting rights aren't actually rights in a supposed democracy. Sorry, I shouldn't say that because some fucking reply guy on Twitter will say, actually, it's a republic. Well, that's the thing. They aren't mutually exclusive terms. Yeah, we're a democratic republic. And then they think that's like a point. All right. So there's a rumor that the Presidential Debate Commission is going to cut the mics if any of the candidates speak out of line. Do you think that's actually going to happen? I, th- I feel like okay, that cutting the mics I want to is like it. an urban legend. I feel like it's something that just people randomly believe could or would occur. And so they talk about it for every debate. Like, somebody's got to cut their mics and then it never happens. No, but there was an actual CBS article, though. I think I do think they'll do it, though. Um, you see Trump is just like declaring victory. Like, I won, I won, I'm the best. You know? I, I believe that. Yeah. Just yelling on Twitter. The president said that? No. Yeah. You must be misheard. You must be mistaken. Alice, do you think if Pokemon Go got people to the polls, the president would try to ban it like he banned TikTok? Or do you think Walmart would just buy Pokemon? I mean, I mean, <laughs> Pokemon's like a Japanese thing. So Everybody Fortnite dance to the polls. Pokemon's <laughs> actually like the most valuable media franchise out there. Dude, do you think Fortnite can get Gen Z to the polls? What, Pokemon? No, Fortnite, ma'am. Well, like, 15-year-olds can't vote. Yet. <laughs> I don't know. There's a decent amount of Gen Zers at voting age. There are, yeah. There's at least, like, four or five years of them. I've said this on another podcast. They're horrible to talk to. They're like, you're like, hey, Gen are you going to vote? And they're like, I don't know. I don't follow politics. And you're like, why? <laughs> Have you, uh... To be fair, I think, th- I think they're better than us. I... No... Absolutely not. I don't know. I think they're like they're gonna grow up like smashing police robots and shit. They're not. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing, Jacob. They grew up as doomers, so they're not cynical. They're apathetic, which I think is worse. They're nihilistic, which I identify apathetic, with. Nihilistic, potato, potato. Uh, I think it's right to be nihilistic. What if they're right, Walter? I mean, if they're right, then the world ends anyway. But they could have saved it theoretically. I, unless it's up to us, and then they'll just be the shitty generation that ruins it again, and it's just a cycle, you know? But, you know, we'll see. That, that remains to be seen. Gen X hasn't done shit, you know? Well, well Gen X is, like, cursed anyways. All the good ones died in the 90s. Kurt Cobain, <laughs> gone. <laughs> Do you know who I think should moderate the next debate? They should go who? over the seas to our parents and get John Burko to moderate, moderate it. <laughs> For those who don't know, he was the former Speaker of the UK Parliament, House of Commons. Dude, he's been out of the headlines so long. And he would just, like, bang on his gavel and say, Order! 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 
Order. Order. And it, and it would be the perfect order. thing to like keep people in order, line. Order. I saw so many opinions that were like, Chris Wallace did such a good job. And I'm over here like, what are you talking about? He folded like a wet noodle. What was the one question he asked to Joe Biden that like was super conservatively phrased? And then <laughs> that that's the thing with like uh, all those Fox it? News uh, hosts that moderate debates. They always frame things in like big government or small government, but that's not an actual access to like frame things on. There was one particular question he phrased super poorly. And like my friend was like, this is the part where you remember that Chris Wallace is a Fox News anchor. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Because it was hosted on CNN. I don't know why they had Chris Wallace on. Wait, CNN actually hosted it? I th- yeah, I don't... CNN hosted it. I thought it was NBC. Yeah, I thought it was NBC also. I don't know. I watched it on CNN. And then CNN didn't say where else I mean, it'll be on CNN for sure. But... I mean, I watched Chapo Trap House, their Twitch stream. <laughs> what, and then did I they switched watch to it? Hassan's stream because they were speaking too much over the debate. I, uh, I didn't watch it. Uh, I saw some of it get live tweeted. And I think I'm happier for it. Okay, so I just shared who I want to moderate the next debate. Who do you guys want to be debate moderators? I saw someone on Twitter said they want Eric Andre. I want Andre Eric to... Andre to moderate <laughs> okay, the next did debate. Did we just cloud on this? I literally just said that, Jacob. Oh my god, our mind. Oh, did you say that? God I just said, yeah, I said it. on Twitter, I saw someone say that they wanted Eric Andre. And then you were like, I want Eric Andre. And I was like, all right, but... Well, I have to pick a different person now. <laughs> Uh, I would I would choose I would choose The Rock if he can like suplex somebody when they start talking out of line. I'm gonna go with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. <coughs> I think she'd be funny. Oh my god, not Miss Goop. Yeah, why? Miss... Why her? Because I think she'd just be really indignant the entire time and hate both of them and act like she could do a better job even though she'd do a worse job. I mostly say that because she uh, becomes president the politician, which was a terrible show. Uh, especially season two. Season one had its moments, but season two was just absolutely uh, dog shit. Oh, I couldn't get through the first season. Uh, yeah, I support the Eric Andre idea. I support The Rock if he's allowed to inflict physical violence on those who he feels are stepping out of the line. Rock should have run for president. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> can he? Can you? Can you run for president if you're from American Samoa? You're a, are you not a citizen if you're from a U.S. territory? I have no uh, idea. Hmm. Ah, imperialism. I feel like like they can't vote. They can can't, they? I thought they couldn't they can't vote. vote for president because they're not represented in the electoral college. But I they think can as vote long as like he's primaries. considered a U.S. citizen, which he yeah. probably is, because Puerto Rico is considered. If you're Puerto Rican, you're well. American. Puerto Rico is way more. Puerto Rico is treated better than like the 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 Virgin Islands or something. Well, no, I think that- any U.S. province is still you're given citizenship when you're born there. That's why they have hey. open travel to the United States. Mm. Okay. And The Rock run for president. Somebody Google that. <laughs> it says he was born in Hayward, California, though. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I have no fucking... I'm confusing his ethnicity with his actual birthplace. I'd actually be fine with Sasha Baron Cohen moderating a debate, given his... Uh... In character, though. He's got to be as Borat. <laughs> no, no, no. Or actually as Ali yeah, G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be much better. Ali G would be the best debate moderator. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'll do. If not Gwyneth Paltrow, then Allie G. Uh, so hot or not, uh, Borat sequel. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm I'm so excited for that's the Borat sequel, dude. There we go. 
<laughs> I I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I've only seen parts of Borat. I've never seen the film in its entirety. It's it's worth a watch through in its entirety. I think it's very. I'll say I think it's worth a rewatch. It's it's very much worth a rewatch. It is funny every time you watch it. Right. I cannot recommend. You definitely it heard it here first, folks. A several years old movie is hot. We're gonna watch it uh, right now, if not very soon. It's fourteen years old, actually. You know, I was having this discussion at work today, but uh, it's still timely. Yeah, but what like. It's a timely message. But I mentioned that, like, Borat was, like, the peak of comedy in 2006, and one of my coworkers was like, has anything, like, beaten Borat since then? I think the best of Nathan for you is also very good. I think the best of the Eric Andre show is still very good. Like, a comedy that's beaten Borat since Borat? I'd have to look through comedies. But, I mean, there's at least some funny stuff. Uh, that's like saying Zoo. That's although that's like the early two thousands. There weren't that many good comedies. That's like saying Zoolander was the peak of comedy in two thousand. But like Borat is a that's different like saying, type of film than every other comedy you yeah, know of. Like you, like Napoleon Dynamite was the peak of comedy in two thousand four. Like it's literally like undercover hidden cam IRL. Like story. Borat is like Borat is like art house jackass. <laughs> oh no, uh, I or I guess more more appropriately like with with. You know, you couldn't say this in 2006, but with the benefits of 2020, uh, Borat is like, uh, it's it's in the same genre as Nathan for you, for sure. Okay, that makes sense. And the Eric Andre sure. show. It's definitely like, that. Nathan, like, the Borat is the grandfather of Nathan for you and the Eric Andre show, for I sure. I have it on good authority that Nathan for you is Alice's favorite show. Okay, is it I, I'm literally, I'm literally so tired of the slander. I will never watch I, Nathan for you, and I will never watch. What Man's that show's so good it, though, Alice. No, I will never watch it. That show is so good. She thinks it's dumb. I don't care how good it is. I will. That's never the best watch show it. that's been on television in the last decade for sure. My recurring bit is just every time I see um, Alice the actual playing best Pokemon shows Go, ever been on television. I say something wrong about Alice. <laughs> Okay, like, aren't, aren't we, like, closing this episode? I was trying to, and then we started talking about Borat. <laughs> Stop talking about Borat. <laughs> All right, so, so that about wraps us up. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>